1: and uh, has really put and reminded me what's truly important. Damian Luller. That was for Seattle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just to name a few. Let's.
1: Welcome to Sports Business
0: Radio. Now, here's Brian Berger. Well, thanks for joining us on this
2: edition of Sports Business Radio. Sports Business Radio is presented by Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment, Division of Morgan Stanley Wealth Management. Dedicated to serving the unique and sophisticated needs of elite and professional athletes, entertainers, executives, creators, and other top talent and professionals in the sports and entertainment industry, visit Morgan Stanley at morganstanley.com backslash G-S-E. Members of the Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment Division were in Las Vegas last weekend, supporting the National Coalition of Minority Football Coaches Convention and their annual convention It took place amidst the East-West Shrine Bowl and the NFL Pro Bowl. So it was a perfect time and setting for the coalition to be in town presenting a two-day boot camp, if you will, on developmental programming and networking for hundreds of minority football coaches of all levels, from professional to youth across the country. Established by University of Maryland head coach Mike Loxley, in June, 2020, the National Coalition of Minority Football Coaches and its foundation are dedicated to preparing, promoting, and producing minority coaches at all levels of football, professional, collegiate, scholastic, and even recreational. The convention featured panel and fireside chats with the likes of Jim Caldwell, Hugh Jackson, and others to educate and advise rising minority coaches on building and developing their career paths in football. Morgan Stanley GSE will be working with the NCMFC to introduce new programming and engagements aimed at providing the coalition's roughly 1,500 members nationally with added tools, skills, and resources to aid in their career advancement through financial education, professional development, and more. Additionally, supporters of the coalition and this year's award winners include Kevin Warren, the new president of the Chicago Bears, D'Amico Ryans, the new head coach of the Houston Texans, and Dion Sanders, the new head coach of University of Colorado. For more information on all the great work that Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment is doing, again, visit morganstanley.com backslash
0: i I'm joined by executive producer Brian Griggs. Griggs, how are you? I'm doing great. And uh, once again, loving having Morgan Stanley on. That was uh, They're so involved. I love how much they're doing in the industry. So it's fun to hear uh, updates from them. And uh, hey, it's Super Bowl week, so I'm excited about the big game. We always have a fun show with Peter O'Reilly coming up today, so uh, looking forward to diving into that.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, this is worth noting. We are going to preview Super Bowl 57 taking place this Sunday in Arizona. The game is being played between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, but you mentioned Peter O'Reilly. We are so fortunate to have him as a guest each year. You may go, who's Peter O'Reilly? Well, he's the NFL executive really responsible for producing and overseeing the operations for not only the Super Bowl, but Super Bowl week. There's lots going on throughout the week. You know, Years ago, this was just a game. Now it's a happening for an entire week. And Peter doesn't do many interviews. We're fortunate to get him to sit down with us every year, and you're not going to get a better perspective on the planning of the Super Bowl and all that's taking place throughout the week than you will from Peter O'Reilly. So he's the NFL Executive Vice President of Club Business and League Events. He'll be joining us later in the show. Griggs, all right. I have so many facts and figures to share on this week's show. Like, I feel like at the end of this, there should be a test for our listeners. (laughs) Like we should post on, you know, social media somewhere like, all right. How many viewers tuned in to last year's Super Bowl between the Bengals and the Rams? Griggs, let me tell you. 112.3 million viewers tuned in on all of NBC's platforms. But guess what? The last time the Super Bowl was in Arizona, 2015, it was the most watched Super Bowl in Super Bowl history. 114.44 people tuned in to watch the Patriots and the Seahawks. So I'm going to ask you, do you think more people are going to tune in then the 114.44 or less people. Like, is this going to become the most
0: watched Super Bowl in history
2: or no?
0: I think it's going to be close, but I don't think it's going to cap it. I think when you got Brady and the Patriots involved, it's just must-watch TV because he's the GOAT. And that game, that Super Bowl came down to the last play. I mean, it was a phenomenal game. So I'm going to go right around that 112, 111 million, but I don't think it's going to cap the 114 record.
2: I mean, the other thing that you have to take note of with Arizona hosting the Super Bowl... The three previous Super Bowls have basically come down to the end. In 1996, the Cowboys narrowly defeated the Steelers. Um, In 2008, it was David Tyree and the catch on his helmet, the top of his helmet from Eli Manning. They beat the Patriots and ruined their perfect season. And then, as you just mentioned, in 2015, the Patriots win a close one against the Seahawks when there's an interception right at the end of the game to beat the Seahawks when they were on the one yard line and everyone thought they should give it to Marshawn Lynch and (laughs) the Seahawks would have won. And how might history be different if they had won that game and Brady had lost that game. But the point is when there's a Super Bowl in Arizona, it's usually a great game. The other thing is Griggs, it is a hot ticket price when the game is in Arizona. So let me give you some numbers on the ticket prices. So about a week ago, a ticket to the Super Bowl, and this is face value, $5,600. But going into Monday morning, so yesterday morning as we record this, uh, $6,000. When the Patriots hosted the Seahawks in Glendale before, which is where this game will be played, the ticket price got up to an average of eighty. dollars $764. So you could see the ticket price top that for this game because you've got two rabid fan bases Philadelphia, Kansas City. By the way, both are freezing cold right now. So if you want to get out of the cold and go to the heat, you can go to Arizona, be a nicer weather, maybe go see your team win the Super Bowl. Like there's a lot of reasons to get the heck out of cold weather and go to uh, Arizona. But we're going to see. But it's looking like right now it's tracking towards being one of the most expensive tickets in Super Bowl history.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of demand. I mean, you you mentioned those fan bases are great. They also travel really well. I mean, you see Kansas City fans everywhere. You see Philly fans everywhere. So that helps, too, because people are like, hey, it's my team. I'm going to the Super Bowl. You know, and and these teams, Kansas City has been more relevant lately, but Philly hasn't been in since, you know, 2000, what, 18, I think was our last one. 2017. 2017. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it's been a couple of years. They're ready to get back to it. So I think you're going to have a packed house and the ticket's going to be right there around that record mark, I bet.
2: Well, and look, the last two years have been kind of anomalies with the pandemic. Now the Super Bowl is back to full strength. You know, you're going to have everything as it was a few years ago. So uh, I just think people are going to come out in record numbers. Um, okay. So let's take a look at that. How much is this going to mean to the Arizona economy? According to visitphoenix.com, $600 million in economic impact for the state of Arizona. And here's what's really interesting Anthony Evans, a senior researcher at Arizona State, expects that 80% to 90% of the 100,000 people who are going to come into Arizona for the Super Bowl, they're going to be from out of town. So, um, A lot of the people providing that $600 million in economic impact, they're coming in from Philadelphia. They're coming in from Kansas City. They're coming in from other parts of the world to provide that $600 million in economic impact. So, uh, you know, I put the ticket breakdown and the allotment on our Twitter feed at SB Radio, but essentially each team, so the Eagles and the Chiefs, get 17.5% of the pie in ticket allocation, the home team, the Cardinals, get 5%. All the other teams split 25% amongst their fan bases. Then the NFL and Fox Sports, in this case, get a ticket inventory. And then there's 500 tickets that the NFL has kept. And throughout the year, they've given them to, you know, some of the best fans and longtime season ticket holders and just people who are good stories to invite them to the game. So that's kind of the allotment. But again, Griggs, this is going to be a tough ticket to get. Um, You know, if you're one of these diehard fans from the fan bases, you're going to pay a pretty penny to go to this game.
0: Yeah, I think that's always interesting when you do that breakdown of tickets, because uh, it's fascinating to, I wonder how that comes up. Like, how do they figure that formula out to figure out how the tickets all go get scattered around? But, uh, and it is cool, like you've mentioned, the 500 tickets the NFL has because you get those the Make A Wish, you know, cool stories. You get the rabid fans that you know, the the ninety five year old grandma that's never been to a Super Bowl that shows up and stuff like that. That's always fun, and it's really smart for the NFL because they can use those stories throughout the week to help promote the NFL. So it's a good good plan. All right, these players all make a lot of money, but in case they need a
2: little extra incentive, the winner of the Super Bowl, each player makes one hundred and fifty seven thousand dollars as a bonus. The loser. per player. So winning team, $157,000 for each player, losing team $82,000. So, you know, Griggs, it's a nice boat or a new car or, you know, maybe some money for the college education for your kids, but it's a meaningful amount.
0: Hey, I'd take, uh, I'd take 157 for winning a game. I'll uh, sign me up for that one. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I know you're going to want to sign up for this. The Super Bowl food. I know at the Griggs
2: household, you know, it's all about the the food during for sure Super Bowl Sunday. So let's take a look at the food sales for Super Bowl week. In 2022, when the Rams beat the Bengals, snack sales during the week reached a whopping $616 million. This is according to Snack International. The most popular dishes people order for Super Bowl Sunday. Day. I'll give you the top
0: three. What do you think they are, Greg? Oof. Uh Some kind of a cheese, queso dips got to be up there. Um, kind of. Okay, dips. You're your. Okay. Dips and dips
2: is one. So okay. I'm going to give you the, the green check Ding. for that.
0: <laughs> Ding. Uh, let's see. Um, some kind of uh, burger, barbecue burger, or something like that maybe, or a slider. <laughs> what would be the next one? Uh, and candy maybe? Is candy on there? Uh, m ms is a sponsor of, uh,
2: they're, they're running an ad and we'll get to those in a minute, but no, candy is not. I know for you and Brad Kinzer, our photographer. Yes. Candy is probably number one on the list, <laughs> it's on the list. but, <laughs> uh, you got chips and dips. Give me two others
0: and they're pretty obvious. So I... let's put our thinking cap on. I know. I'm trying to think like, okay, I sit around, I have my chips and my dip. Are you talking drinks too? Cause beer would be on the list. Nope. Just food. Just food. Okay. So chips and dip, no burgers, no candy. What am I missing? Um, it's got to be obvious. Uh, pizza. There you go. Ding. There's two. Okay, there's two. You okay. got one more. I'm, I'm, I'm traveling around the counter of my kitchen. What do I have? Chicken wings. There you go. I was like <laughs> flapping
2: my own. Thanks for, for the chicken. hand. <laughs> pizza, chicken wings, and chips and dips. The top three food items at Super Bowl parties. So, you know, I've seen people get elaborate with, you know, world-class tailgates, but if you're just going with the average household or college dorm or whatever, pizza, chicken wings, chips and dips, and like we said, uh, $616 million in snack foods and wow, food during Super Bowl week. All right, the commercials. We talked about this a little bit last week. $7 million, a record price for a 30-second spot. That's just for the airtime on Fox Sports. Fox Sports is sold out. You cannot buy a commercial. So if you call Fox Sports tomorrow and, hey, I want to buy a spot. Nope, sold out, okay? Something else that's different for the first time in 33 years, Griggs,
0: what is it? Man, you are putting me on. I'm going to act like the idiot here. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) I have no idea. They're they're selling 45-second ones. Nope. First time in 33 years, Budweiser is
2: not the exclusive alcohol partner of the NFL. So what does that mean? In addition to Budweiser, there's going to be a slew of alcohol ads, including Sam Adams, Coors Light, Heineken, Remy Martin, Crown Royal, like it's not just beer, it's hard liquor, it's come all, come any. (laughs) So like we saw last year, you know, we saw a lot of the financial ads and um, this year it's gonna be alcohol. And, you know, we're gonna see some streaming services, the Netflix of the world and, and things like that. But here are some of the brands that are gonna place ads during the Super Bowl, M&Ms, Doritos, Pringles, Downy. Uh, we talked about the, you know, the alcohol companies that I just mentioned, Planters, um, Pepsi. So a lot of the mainstays of Super Bowl advertising, they're going to be back. I will tell you this, Griggs. I have previewed several of the commercial spots where people have spent $7 million for the airtime and then probably another $5 million at least on the production and securing their favorite celebrity or celebrities. I am very underwhelmed by the commercials. I can't even think of one right now that I would go, well, they all suck, but that one was really good. Like To me, my takeaway, and I tweeted this out at SB Radio, was you just paid $7 million in production costs for that? Who are the ad agencies that are coming up with the ideas for these commercials? And you know, spending this amount of money. And you look at a company—I um, don't even know—it's a gin company that I've never even heard of, botanical gin. They're spending seven million dollars. Like you're, you're probably spending your marketing budget for this year and maybe the next five years on a Super Bowl ad. So the good news is, like we said earlier you're looking at probably 105 million plus viewers tuning in for this. The bad news is you might be spending your marketing budget for the next however many years if you're a small company not named Budweiser or Pepsi. Um, so we'll see. But the commercials I've seen thus far, not not overwhelming to me, Great.
0: I agree. I mean, uh, you sent me a list with some of the teasers and things. I went through it too and watched those. And a lot of them are just teasers, so you can't quite get the full vibe. But weak enough, teasers are supposed to be pretty strong, so you want to see it. And I'm not impressed with those. The one I liked that I saw, and it's in the full uh, spot, is the Sam Adams of Brighter Boston. Was pretty creative, bringing like happy Boston. Everybody's happy because he's carrying around the six pack of, you know, the new new, uh, Sam Adams. So I did like that vibe. You got uh, Kevin Garnett in there too, which is fun. Um, lots of celebrities. I think everyone I looked at has got some actress, actor, athlete. I mean, every single one of them. So you got to imagine they're making at least $7 million probably just to get in the ad or somewhere around there.
2: Well, the one that's going to be interesting too, and I don't understand exactly how they're going to do this, but supposedly Rob Gronkowski is going to be kicking a, a 25-yard field goal. And if he does, I'm not going to mention the sponsor, but, you know, people win money and if he doesn't, they don't win any money. But like, are they doing this live? Did they already record it? Like, I don't know how they're doing it, but there seems to be some anticipation for that spot. And then, you know, M's has been doing this whole thing of, well, we got rid of the candies as our spokespeople and we've hired Maya Rudolph as our spokesperson. And, you know, they've done this whole campaign around that. And a lot of people are thinking, you know, it's going to culminate in their Super Bowl spot and you're going to find out, oh, the candies are back. And, you know, like they're the spokespeople again. Who knows? But uh, you don't really have to go pay $7 million to get me to eat M&M. No. Just like, tell me eat M&M's and I'll go eat them. <laughs> like, I like M&M's. And if you put them out in front of me, I'll probably just eat them. So um, I don't know if you have to spend $7 million and go to this elaborate campaign to eat M&M's. And they're one of the most popular brands out there. As a matter of fact, um, Morning Console did... A survey of the most popular brand advertising in Super Bowl Fifty Seven, and among all the advertisers of this year's Super Bowl, the most favorable brand is M and M's. I mean, who doesn't like M and M's unless you're allergic to chocolate or something? Like, and and by the way, M and M's is not a sponsor of this show. If they do want to sponsor me personally and provide me with M and M's, I would be happy to have a discussion with them about that. But uh, m and is number one on the favorability
0: scale. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back after this. 5G is here. Is your stadium ready? From an immersive fan
2: experience to efficient game day operations, 5G is transforming sports and entertainment. If you're ready to jumpstart your 5G transformation, look no further than Boingo Wireless. Boingo is one of the largest operators of indoor wireless networks in the U.S. They provide stadiums and arenas with state-of-the-art 5G networks and support teams across the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, and NCAA. I'm constantly interacting with sports executives, and the reason they love working with Boingo is because Boingo manages 5G and Wi-Fi networks end-to-end, offloading very stretched IT teams. Whether your stadium is looking to support mobile ticketing, cashless payment, or connected operations, Boingo has you covered. But don't just take it from me. Their customers include world-class venues like Soldier Field, State Farm Arena, Petco Park, and University of Louisville. Boingo in 5G. Now that's what I call a win-win. For a limited time, Boingo has a special offer For sports business radio listeners they're offering a free 5g assessment for your stadium or arena to get started simply email sbradio at boingo.com and mention this podcast that's sbradio at boingo.com our thanks to boingo for their continued support of sports business radio
0: now back to sports business radio with brian berger
2: Let's talk Super Bowl wagering, because this is always a big part of the game. So again, February 12th, this Sunday, Eagles, Chiefs, State Farm Stadium in Glendale. It's projected to take in more than $1.1 $1. 1 with a B, dollars in wagers at legal sports books across the U.S., making it the most bet on Super Bowl ever, if that's the case. Now, it's interesting. Pennsylvania, home of the Eagles, has legalized sports wagering. Missouri, home of the Kansas City Chiefs, does not have legalized sports gambling. Also, with the game being played at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona, this marks the first time the Super Bowl will take place in a state that offers legal sports betting. So in State Farm Stadium, there is a sports gambling parlor. So this is the first time in Super Bowl history where you can go place a bet in the parlor. You can place it on your phone. Like, you know, this is fully legalized. And like I said, in in Philly, if you've seen uh, Silver Linings Playbook, Robert De Niro, Bradley Cooper, I love that movie. You know, Eagles fans, they like to bet. They like to place wagers on their Eagles. So, um... We've got a great deal for our audience. So I think if you listen to this podcast, you know that underdog fantasy is the official gaming partner of sports business radio, and we love working with them. It's super fun, makes the games more entertaining to watch. Very easy. You just download the app at UnderdogFantasy.com. Um, If you enter the promo code SBR, like Sports Business Radio, they'll even match your first deposit up to $100. So the easiest way to get in on the action for the big game is Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. You just pick higher or lower on your favorite Chiefs or Eagles stats for the big game. And if you get all your picks right, you could win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and app, and they're making it even easier with a special pick for the big game. Pay attention. Starting on Thursday, February 9th at 10 a.m. Eastern, you're going to be able to make a special pick on Jalen Hurts, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, higher or lower than 0.5 total yards. That's 0.5 yards. He literally needs one yard in the game in order to go higher pair this with at least one other correct pick and again the maximum entry is $20 and you could be taking home some hard cold cash again visit UnderdogFantasy.com or find them in the app store and don't forget to register with our promo code SBR to get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars. You must be eighteen plus and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call one 4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. All right, Griggs, you and I are going to make our picks using Underdog Fantasy, and I'm going to go out on a limb and just assume. You're going to take advantage of the Jalen Hurts special like I am. Yes. We're going to go over on the .5 total yards. I mean, he's going to get that just rolling out of bed (laughs) that day. I'm going to give you some of the other picks that I like. So I like Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, to go over .5 receiving TDs. So all he has to do is catch a touchdown pass. You hit the over. I like that. I think Kelty's going to score in this game. Uh, Miles Sanders, running back for the Eagles. I, I like him over on the .5 rushing or receiving PDs. So you get credit if he runs it in or if he catches one. Um, those are the higher lower picks that I like on the rivals, which is a lot of fun. You kind of pit two players and their stats against each other. I like A.J. Brown, receiver of the Eagles. He's getting two receptions against Travis Kelsey. So I'm basically betting I'm going to take two receptions plus two against Travis Kelsey. I actually think Kelsey is going to score a touchdown, but I think A.J. Brown is going to have more receptions than Travis Kelsey. So, and I'm getting two receptions. So I'm taking the underdog there. Um. AJ Brown minus two and a half receptions against Jarek McKinnon, who's a running back for the Chiefs. Again, I think AJ Brown's going to have a good game. McKinnon, I'm not super high on, and he's a running back. So I'm going to take AJ Brown minus two and a half receptions against Jarek McKinnon. And then my last uh, rival that I like is I like Harrison Butker, the field goal kicker for the Chiefs to have more made field goals than Jake Elliott of the Eagles. So that's straight up. Whoever, you know, kicks more field goals wins that bet. And again, if you pair any of these with the special with Jalen Hurts of over 0.5 total yards, all you have to do is pick one of these. If you want to match it with, you know, all the ones that I just mentioned, great. But if you just do one more, It's three to one odds. So if you put 20 bucks down and you take basically the gimme of the Jalen Hurts and you match it with one other pick, you're going to walk away with 60 bucks. So uh, it's not bad. If you want to, you know, add all of the ones that I just added, you're going to get better odds and you're going to win more money. But we got a gimme with Jalen Hurts as long as he gets off the bus and (laughs) and shows up on the field on game day break.
0: Yeah, I love that underdog gives you that gimme. It's always fun to get you involved and it's an easy one. You're like, okay, I got one. Now I just got to make my next picks to make it, you know, some money. So I, I love that. So I did five pick'ems. That's my uh, my list right now. Okay. I went for Mahomes. I'm going lower than 314.5 total yards. I like that. You got, you got Philly, the sack leader, 70 sacks on the air. They're going to push him all over the place. And with that ankle, so I'm going lower than 314. I got the same when you did Travis Kelsey higher than 0.5 TDs because I think he'll get at least one. Uh, And then I went Jalen Hurts, higher than 49.5 rushing yards. So I think he's going to take off and rip a big run at some point during the game that's going to get him over uh, 49.5. I've got A.J. Brown higher than 5.5 receptions. So you were saying that you kind of have A.J. and Kelsey going at it. And I think you're right. I think A.J. is going to have more pass uh, catches in the game. So 5.5. And then my last one, also with kicker, I took Harrison Butker higher than 1.5 field goals. So I think he's making two in this game. Uh, Those are my five picks. I like those. All right.
2: Well, we're gonna have to see on our show next week, like who who won some money. Yeah, who came out ahead. But again, go to underdogfantasy.com, Download the app. Enter the promo code SBR. Underdog will match up to a hundred dollars on your first deposit. So, like, look, we're giving you and Underdog's giving you free money to have fun with for this big game. Like, take advantage of it and you're basically getting a gimme with Jalen Hurts total of over 0.5 yards. So if he gets a yard yeah. passing, rushing, anything you, you, you know, check that box and then it's on to your other ones. So, um, we love underdog fantasy and our partnership with them. It makes this game really exciting to watch, but take advantage of this and have fun in the process. Play higher, lower, pick 'em, or rivals. It's fun to pit two players against each other. They sometimes do players on opposite teams, or even players on the same team. So uh, go through, and you'll see all the fun uh, selections that you can make. All right, speaking of Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, there is a huge disparity in how much money they make. Griggs. So in 2020, Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year million deal with incentives. It could reach $503 million, marking the highest paid contract in North American sports history. Jalen Hurts is in the third season of his four-year $6 million rookie deal. He's a second-round pick, so his pact right now doesn't include a fifth-year option, but There's a lot of talk out there that Hurts could be in line to not match Mahomes, but certainly get a much bigger contract if he can lead Philadelphia to its second Super Bowl title. I mean, we talk all the time on this show about having a great year in your contract year. Add this to the list of greatest contract year performances ever. At the beginning of this year, There were people who said, this is a make or break year for Jalen Hurts. Maybe he's not the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe he's not even a starting quarterback in the NFL. Now, he and Mahomes have gone neck and neck on MVP for the season. And he's on the verge of leading the Eagles to a Super Bowl win. This guy's going to get paid big time in the offseason. He's shown that he soaks in information. He's a fast learner. The other thing that's amazing about this is this is the first time in Super Bowl history that two black quarterbacks have started a game. So, you know, I'm old enough to remember when Doug Williams was the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl with the then Washington Redskins, now the Washington Commanders. Um, Now, look, at here we are in 2023 and we've got two black quarterbacks starting in the Super Bowl making history. So
0: um, pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, I think Jalen reminds me of when Steph won that first title and he was still on his rookie thing and he was making, you know, yeah. five bucks or whatever, and then all of a sudden, next his contract's 200 and whatever million it is. So I think Jalen's going to do well, especially if he can win the Super Bowl. I mean, the, the numbers he's put up this year are just ridiculous. They're beating teams by 30 points every game. I mean, it's just, he is just an iconic player and he's taken over the field. He kind of Michael Vick-esque, you know, where he could just run. Yeah. As, as good as he can throw the ball, he can run just even better. And he's a power runner. He'll blow through any defender. It's, uh he's fun to watch. So I think he will have a, a massive contract and I think he'll be sticking around in Philly, I would guess for a while, but we'll see what happens.
2: All right, I'm gonna get your pick in a minute, but uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Tom Brady retired again this week. Um, he told Colin Coward on the herd this week that he's gonna start on the air with Fox Sports in the fall of 2024. So a lot of people were wondering, he's got that 10-year million contract with Fox Sports that he signed a year ago. By the way, he will make more money in those 10 years than he made his entire 20-plus NFL career on field. But Greg Olson is going to be the analyst for this Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. Kevin Burkhart is going to be on the play-by-play. So Olson will be demoted to make room for Tom Brady come next year. But Brady did confirm Colin Coward he's not starting on air until the fall of 2024. Griggs, you've got a hundred plus million people watching. If I was Fox Sports, I'd still let Olson call the game, but I'd have Brady part of the pregame and, you know, I'd bring him in a little bit and have him make a cameo
0: appearance with all those people watching. What do you think? Yeah. Why not put him on the field with a mic? I mean, he would easily get interviews with any of those players that, you know, maybe a Greg Olson wouldn't get or a Burkhart wouldn't get, but, uh, I mean, credit to Greg Olson. I think he surprised a lot of people. He's a great analyst. I think he's one of the best to listen to. Does a really yeah. good job. I think Fox has a great broadcast crew with their new team. But, uh, I mean, Brady's going to be iconic. It's going to be awesome to see how he can take, you know, his take on the game. We've got a lot of these ex-players that have uh, taken over, you know, Tony Romo and the Manning brothers and everything else. So, Brady's going to be great. But I agree. Like, give him a mic and let him wander the sidelines for the pregame and see what he can pick up. Yeah.
2: Um, Fox Sports is on the call. We'll talk to Peter O'Reilly coming up in a few minutes from the NFL about the NFL and Fox Sports working together on this broadcast. It's not just, you know, an hour or two of pregame. It's like the whole day yeah. of coverage and pregame. And, you know, they're coming in seven or eight hours before taking you to the kickoff. So um, you know, like I said, if I were them and I'm paying Brady three seventy-five, I'm I'm Bringing him to this game, yeah. and say, "Hey, buddy, you're going to put in at least you know, a couple minutes of, of work, and we're going to show off our new shiny toy, Tom Brady, um, and get people excited for when he's going to be in the booth next year. Griggs, we've reached that time. Um, give me your winning team and what the score of
0: Super Bowl 57 is going to be on Sunday in Arizona. All right? It is not going to be a blowout. It's going to be Philly. Winning Super Bowl 57, final score 34-27. Wow.
2: Okay, Uh, we're very close. Um, I think Philly is also going to win, and I'm going 31-28. Nice. So 31-28 Philly, we both have Philly. Um, Look, I'm never going to underestimate Patrick Mahomes, but I do think the ankle has slowed him down. I know Jalen Hurts has also been battling injuries as well. But Philadelphia has just, like you said, steamrolled everyone, not only in the playoffs, but for most of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just been an incredible season for them. I think they're the most complete team in the NFL from top to bottom. Like you said, their defensive line led the NFL in sacks. I think Mahomes is going to be running for his life most of the day. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, as we saw at the end of that Bengals Chiefs game, he ran out of receivers and, you know, you can only go to Kelsey so often. And when you don't have your other receivers, what are they going to do? They're going to double and maybe triple team Kelsey. So um, that's the other reason I think A.J. Brown is going to have more receptions than Kelsey is. Kansas City is not going to be able to, you know, double team A.J. Brown, they're going to have to deal with lots of the eagles weapons so i agree i think philly wins um but i do think it's going to be a good game i don't think it's going to be a blowout yeah and as we said earlier if this super bowl follows the pattern of previous arizona super bowls it's going to be epic like it's going to come down to the very end of the game like the three previous have done and it's going to be really cool Um, We are not in Arizona. People have been asking me that. Um, I'm from Arizona. I was at the last Arizona Super Bowl with those Patriots and Seahawks. I was at the Super Bowl last year. I'm not going to be there this year. I'm actually looking forward to just posting up in front of the TV and and watching all the coverage on Fox. Um, So, Griggs, uh, any other predictions for the game? What's the color of Gatorade they're going to dump on the winning coach? Because that is a prop bet.
0: That is a prop bet. And I am going with, because it's my new favorite. I usually like the fruit punch red, but I'm going with the blue. I think they're going to go the ice blue as the Gatorade bath. Okay. I'm going to go
2: green because if the Eagles win, yeah, they're going to dump green, the, the lemon lime green on, um, on the winning coach. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's lots of other things that we'll talk about with Peter O'Reilly. You've got opening night Um, you've got, uh, NFL honors, which by the way, is now permanently on Thursday night. Last year, they moved it to Thursday night from Saturday night. Kelly Clarkson is hosting that. That's where they name MVP coach of the year. All the awards are done on that night. I went to the awards in 2015 when it was last in Arizona. It's one of the best award shows I've been to. It's very well done, very well produced. It's going to be on NBC. Um, and, you know, you've just got lots of activities going on throughout the week. Super Bowl Experience. If you're going to be in Arizona, I would highly suggest that you take the kids to Super Bowl Experience, Griggs. If you and I were there, they've got the 40 yard dash, and they've got like the you know infrared thing, the timers. Like they they've come a long way. Yeah, with this since it was last in Arizona in the last eight years, but you know, people are going to be pulling hamstrings maybe, and and <laughs> you know, doing the 40 yard dash. You can throw the football around. They've got like the jerseys from the first Super Bowl. Like they've got some amazing NFL memorabilia um, and pictures and interactive exhibits and things like that. So I would strongly suggest that you go to the Super Bowl experience. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun week in Arizona. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people with the Arizona Super Bowl host committee. I know how hard they've worked. Jay Perry is a good friend and she and her team. Have worked really hard for this, so good luck to them. Um, I hope it's a, a smooth week for them. Lots of Super Bowl parties again, especially since it's nice and warm. People are doing stuff outside in the desert. You know, they're at the dude ranches, and uh, you know, there's going to be a, an Arizona feel to this Super Bowl for sure.
0: Well, yeah, and I've been looking at, I mean, even Radio Row, I, the stages they've set up for these radio. Dan Patrick stages oh, is crap. awesome. I mean, it's just, yeah. it has stepped up. It used to be tense with a table. Now it's these full-blown sets everywhere. It's uh, just wandering around would be fun just to see what they can set up. And you're right, the weather's going to be good. Don't forget the waste management opens going on too. I mean, there is so much stuff to do. Oh my God, that is like a, it's like a frat party on the golf course. <laughs> right, exactly. Crazy. Yeah, it is. It is a scene, that
2: 16th hole par three. Um. All right. We have an announcement to make last week we told you that we're working with morgan stanley global sports and entertainment super excited that they're our official financial partner of sports business radio well now i'm excited to announce that boingo wireless is back is our official connectivity partner we're going to be doing two sports business radio road shows with boingo wireless this year where we interview a big name from the world of sports business in front of a studio audience. So stay tuned for more details on those. Visit boingo.com to learn more about how they can get you and your venue connected. They have been a great partner for many years now. Uh, Mike Finley, the CEO, he was at our show in December at the Chase Center when we had Brandon Schneider, the president of the Golden State Warriors, on stage with me for a really insightful conversation and look at one of the the best business operations in the NBA and the Warriors. But uh, you know, so many wonderful memories with Boingo Wireless and they have a great product and we're just really excited
0: that they're back as our official connectivity partner. Yeah, Boingo's great. I mean, like you mentioned, Mike, super nice guy. Just the whole crew at Boingo has been just pleasant to work with. They know their stuff. They're advancing technology and 5G and six G coming in these stadiums. And uh man, they're just great. It's a great partner and happy to be working with them.
2: All right, coming up next, this is a gentleman who does not really do many interviews.
0: Um, We are very
2: fortunate that he sits down with me every year. Peter O'Reilly, NFL Executive Vice President of Club Business and League Events. He and his team are responsible and tasked with the planning, production, and operations of Super Bowl week and the Super Bowl. And the Apple Music Halftime Show with Rihanna, which I'm really looking forward to as well. We'll discuss everything about Super Bowl week and the game itself and the halftime show coming up next with Peter O'Reilly of the NFL. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. There's nothing common about you. Not your talent, your drive, your achievements, or even your challenges. You need distinctive financial strategies that match your lifestyle and career trajectory. Morgan Stanley Global Sports and Entertainment was created to address your specific needs at every stage of your career and deliver the financial education and strategies you need to help advance your game plan. They speak the language. They know your business. Morgan Stanley will work with you to achieve your goals. I've trusted Morgan Stanley with my personal wealth management for almost 20 years. Visit Morgan Stanley at morganstanley.com Backslash GSE. That's morganstanley.com backslash GSE.
0: Now back to Sports Business Radio with Brian Berger. My guest is Peter O'Reilly.
2: He's the Executive Vice President of Club Business and League Events for the NFL. Peter and his staff are responsible for overseeing all the operations for the Super Bowl and Super Bowl week. He's been gracious enough to join me annually on Sports Business Radio for the last several years. I always look forward to this conversation. Peter, thanks for joining me. How are you? I'm
3: doing well. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me back. It's great to to have our annual visit here.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're never going to get a better perspective than from you for the upcoming Super Bowl. So let's start with this is the fourth time that Arizona is hosting the Super Bowl. And gosh, the three previous games were all nail biters. They came down to the end. They were very successful weeks in Arizona. But what's unique about this time around for Arizona?
3: Yeah, Super Bowl, like you said, there have been some amazing games in the Valley, and uh, you know, great ones. And uh, that first, that Super Bowl forty-nine was the first year I was in this role, so that one uh, still has a special place in my heart, and I learned a ton. Uh, and it's actually the most viewed Super Bowl of all time, so that's the bar we're trying to to wow. over this year. But uh, you know, now eight years later, um, the Super Bowls continue to grow every year, and uh, and the the Valleys continue to grow the opportunity to create more events and ways for fans who won't necessarily be in State Farm Stadium to experience the Super Bowl has continued to grow. So there were things that didn't exist at Super Bowl 49, um, even something that's going to take place Monday night, like Super Bowl opening night. Back in 49, it was still the traditional media day on a Tuesday, great event, but it's, you know, that the week continues to expand. And that's the focus on Again, for that fan who may not be fortunate enough to be in State Farm Stadium, how do you create ways for those fans to experience the Super Bowl and all that it's about? Yeah. So let's start with opening night on Monday.
2: Um, Tell our audience how that's changed and evolved. I know it's at the Footprint Center where the Suns play. So what is that going to be like?
3: Yeah, that is, you know, it's also interesting because we're coming off two Unique years. Obviously, Super Bowl Fifty Five in Tampa was completely impacted by the pandemic and um, was a limited capacity game. We definitely didn't have an opening night. There were, you know, teams came in later. Even last year in Los Angeles, um, teams came in later in the week. We didn't do a traditional opening night, so we're flexing that muscle again and remembering Mm -hmm. what Super Bowl opening night can be. And that event um, that sets the tone for the week. And that is, we're gonna you know, have a a packed footprint center of fans in downtown Phoenix. That's the chance to see those Eagles and Chiefs players for the first time, those coaches, the one time other than game day where they're actually together in the same location and creating a lot of fun fan experiences around that. And that's obviously an in-person event, but a great live event on NFL Network, ESPN, FS1, where it, it, it comes to life and Media Day was great, and there was always wackiness to it. This has now become a big fan event to kick off the week and an interesting new partner for it, our our partnership with Gatorade on Fast Twitch. So they're the presenting partner of the event um, and that venture that we're involved in with Gatorade on Fast Twitch. Also happening in downtown Phoenix is the Super Bowl experience. And I went to the Super
2: Bowl experience in Los Angeles last year and it just grows every year and you guys bring more and more elements into the Super Bowl experience for the fans. What's that gonna be like in downtown Phoenix this year?
3: Yeah, we've got a great location at the at the Phoenix Convention Center for Super Bowl Experience, which is presented by our great partner, Lowe's. And that that footprint which which actually opens today as we're speaking, the I was just looking at the I'm here in Vegas, but looking at pictures from Phoenix of lines wrapped around the street to get into the early Opening of Super Bowl experience today on that that opening Saturday, and that's a, it's a it's like you said, Brian. Every year we try to add new elements to it, and it really is like an NFL amusement park um, for fans to come in if they want to be hands on. And you know we've added more technology to things like the 40 yard dash and testing their skills and all of those things, and then just the other things that fans love, which is seeing players, meeting players, getting autographs, and then a huge youth and family component where you can go in and play flag football and learn skills. So we've got the we've got the experience at the convention center and then working with the Arizona Super Bowl host committee. We've got a free outdoor experience downtown as well at Hance Park that opens up uh, Thursday later in the week. So you've kind of got that dual opportunity. They're also at Hance Park will be the first ever um, game viewing event at the Super Bowl. So in downtown Phoenix, again, if you're not able to be in State Farm, you can be in Enhanced Park for a great vibe to watch the Super Bowl outdoors on hopefully a beautiful evening. So we keep trying to add in new elements that are uh, you know, certainly fan-friendly. Yeah,
2: I love it. Uh, NFL Honors, last year you moved it to Thursday. You're keeping it Thursday this year. I actually like that, Peter. It's a better TV viewing night. Um, I think you're a few days in front of the Super Bowl, the game itself, instead of the night before. That's also in downtown Phoenix. Kelly Clarkson is hosting. This is going to be a big deal again.
3: It is. NFL Honors is such a special night. It is the best of the best there. And like you said, we made the decision last year in LA to go to Thursday night in prime time um, for a number of reasons. Just clearly Thursday night is a bigger TV audience. There are more people home watching television. So an opportunity, again, to have a real anchor element in the middle of the week there. Um, there's a ton going on on Saturday night, the night before the Super Bowl. So creating that, the momentum and energy of that Thursday night event, we got a beautiful location in downtown Phoenix at Symphony Hall. Kelly Clarkson, a great host. And then just the moments in this show are going to be really, really special. Clearly, we're going to be announcing the MVP and Rookie of the Year, but always special is that Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year announcement. Incredible group of 32 nominees. The Pro Football Hall of Fame class announced and just that mix of really that brotherhood of NFL players together celebrating the season that was with the celebrity element. And we were, you know, we were debating because in LA it's easy to get, you know, celebs on a, on a Thursday night. They, you know, they're, they're all over the place, but there have been no shortage of celebs and players looking to ensure they're in early on Thursday to be part of NFL honors this year, which is presented by our great partner Invisalign. So, okay, I mean, it seems like Thursday is the night for NFL honors. It it worked last
2: year. I think it's going to work great this year. I think it's a a really good decision. And then the other thing I love about the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award is not only do you win the award and get recognized for your community service, but I love the little element that you guys have added where they have the little logo on the back of their helmet. So you play the rest of your career and you're known as a Walter Payton award winner. I think that's really cool, Peter.
3: Yeah, it's great. That, that 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 logo means, you know, so much to them. That's the that's the greatest individual honor. You know, then you look to hopefully make it in the Hall of Fame as well. But that that's huge. So it's both those thirty two nominees have that that logo on their helmet. And then that winner actually has the the logo on their on their jersey patch once they win. So that national winner has an even more prominent Recognition of that jersey patch—you see that on the the Russell Wilsons and the others who are previous winners who are out there. JJ Watt wore it this year before retiring.
0: You're listening to
1: Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back after this. When it comes to your health and longevity, you hold nothing back. You understand what it means to push harder, reach farther, and go the extra mile. This relentless drive runs in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to build strength. Speed recovery and optimize your health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, DNA, and fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise, nutrition, and supplementation for your body. And when you connect Inside Tracker with your Fitbit or Garmin, you'll also unlock real-time recovery pro tips after you complete your workout. It's like having your own personal trainer and nutritionist in your pocket. For a limited time, you can get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward SBR. That's insidetracker.com forward SBR.
0: Now, back to Sports Business Radio with Brian Berger. All right, let's talk about the game itself. These are two fan bases that travel
2: very well. Rabid fan bases from Philadelphia and Kansas City. Like you said a few minutes ago, you know, a couple of years ago, we had the pandemic. Last year, we still had vaccines and, you know, you weren't at full operating capacity. You're back to full operating capacity. You've got these two rabid fan bases. I've got to think this is a recipe for maybe the highest price ticket we've seen for a Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, we'll we'll see on the, on the secondary market. I'm sure I'm sure you're referring to, and and I think that that is you do. Eagles fans and Chiefs fans are are some of the best in the league. Um, you've got a destination market in Arizona where you've got some some cold weather ripping across the country and an opportunity yeah. to get to get to the valley and enjoy that. And um, clearly, teams who have had some success in recent years and and have a great tradition of success, but a huge opportunity to come and enjoy it. So we're seeing. Um, really strong demand for sure from partners like On Location, who's selling packages to the Super Bowl, um, as well as what what we're seeing on the secondary market. But those two teams, they come into town uh, tomorrow, so they'll be in they'll be in Arizona starting tomorrow, and then then there for the week. So uh, a ton of excitement uh, in terms of, of being there on the ground. So I think the streets of Phoenix and Scottsdale and Tempe are going to be teaming with Eagles and Chiefs fans. All right, let's talk about the Apple Music halftime show, the
2: halftime show last year and the halftime show that I was at in Arizona with Katy Perry. So last year was, you know, Dr. Dre and Eminem. And I mean, just an incredible production being there in that stadium and seeing how fast they put it together and then how fast they broke it down was remarkable. But Rihanna is one of the biggest performers in the world. Um, Tell us about the halftime show this year.
3: Yeah, the, the Apple Music Super a real halftime show, and we're thrilled to have Apple Music in as a partner who's been tremendous. Um, uh, Rihanna is going to put on an incredible show. Obviously, she has not been on stage in a while, so this wow. is a big, big opportunity for her to really showcase what is, as everyone knows, just an incredible catalog of music um, and great energy. So they've been uh, they've been in rehearsals for for a number of weeks now, That now shifts to uh, rehearsals in the stadium starting this weekend. So you start to see the show coming to life and what will be incredible energy. So this is going to be a special show. So I encourage people to really, you know, uh, obviously, uh, hopefully everyone's already tuning in, but it'll be a really special show. And the intricacy that you described there, Brian, of, of... getting that, that complex show set up and and ready to go in the building and in a very short amount of time that, that tight, you know, 12, 13 minute show, and then getting it off is an area we focus a ton on, um, especially in an environment where we're on a grass field in Arizona, a field that uniquely lives outside the building and then comes inside the building. Um, so those dynamics operationally are things that we spend a lot of time on. We've got a great partner, um, in rock nation and their production partner dps who we work hand in glove uh, with to make it all uh, come together give our audience a little bit of insight like how many rehearsals are they doing at
2: state Farm stadium at the venue to be able to get on quickly get off quickly because it's not just about rihanna and her performers it's also the ops people like getting everything on quickly and then off quickly
3: Yeah. So they've been um, probably fewer than you would think because we really need to, you know, there's a, there's the balance of protecting the field and making sure. So there's a lot of offsite rehearsals in big spaces that allow you to do a lot of that operational kind of the way you see a little bit in the background, if you're watching on TV and see if you're at the game, the pushing the carts on, making sure everything connects, all the technology is set and then you're ready to go. But really today, we're talking on Saturday, you know, a week and a day before the game is the first day that really operationally things are going in into the stadium and on the field. They've been rigging for about a month, you know, a lot of the the lighting and audio that gets rigged. So that's in there early. And then starting today, you start to really uh, test the movements in and out. And then as we get into early next week, the talent, in this case, Rihanna, comes into the stadium and, and does a set of rehearsals. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Fox Sports has the game. You work
2: closely with the TV partner every year. Um, This is a new crew on this. This is their first Super Bowl, Kevin Burkhart and, and Greg Olson. How is that different? A lot of times you've been working with veteran Super Bowl broadcasters. Obviously, Fox has done this many times, but tell our audience a little bit about the work in advance with the broadcast partner.
3: Yeah, we work our broadcast team, you know, led by by Hans Schroeder, Annie Bose, and others. We work incredibly closely with our broadcast team and we have weekly meetings for about a year where we're just on Zoom like this and talking through um, all the moving parts of Super Bowl. Obviously, as you said, Fox Sports is a is a veteran crew from the production side of putting on Super Bowls, Richie Zion. So that core production team, Mike Davies and the operations team there, the best of the best in terms of what they're doing. And then obviously they've got a great um talent team in, in Kevin and Greg who have showcased their talents, you know, Kevin for many years and and Greg is just a great analyst of the game that would shine through the playoffs. So um it's a it's a really great partnership. And I think what you work on with them is certainly they know um better than anyone how to put on the game and tell the stories of the game. And we work with them on all of the other surrounding pieces and um, they spent much time with us as anything on those moments, those special moments in pregame. How halftime comes together. What's the what's the feel around the stadium? Fox has a gorgeous set that's being built on. Uh, if you those who have seen been at, at State Farm Stadium on the great lawn at State Farm Stadium, a really great Fox Sports set there that looks onto State Farm Stadium and what's already on there, the beautiful 50, Super Bowl Fifty Seven graphic that'll be lit up. So. Um, no no detail is uh, is too small in terms of making sure Super Bowl Sunday comes off in a, in a great way on Fox. Just a couple of minutes left before I know you need to go. Um, your day
2: on Super Bowl Sunday, you talk about this every year. Is it going to be similar to what it's been in the past? Give our audience a little sneak peek of like when you're waking up in the morning and, and your entire day, that's a long day for you and your staff of about 56. What does that look like?
3: Yeah, it is. Um, I the, the the core Super Bowl team, and that's uh, that's led by kind of our two leads on the event side, John Barker and Matt Shapiro, who play massive roles and 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 are you know incredible leaders across our team. And then um, that day is it starts early, and um, I don't start as early as some of the core folks on our team who are going to be at State Farm Stadium at two a.m and that's when you start to get those sh- those that first shift of teammates coming in we call everyone working as part of the Super Bowl our teammates they're starting to check in you know i'll be i will inevitably up be up quite early you know probably 4:30 or so and then you're you start running into the day before uh, and get everything on your your day checklist going get over to the stadium early we've got uh, a space like I'm in right now over in Allegiant Stadium but it's state farm that is our NFL control so you kind of walk the grounds on the outside, do that morning look, walk the inside, and then you get uh, set, hunkered down in NFL control. And that's where, you know, all the planning is comes into play and then curveballs always come up, but you're flanked by the best in the business, people that I could not trust more across every department, not just events, but Kathy Lanier and her security team, our broadcast team, our PR team, we're in one spot, and uh, and then you roll through the day. It's a it's a long day, but the adrenaline is no doubt flowing. And you're not only watching what's going on at the stadium, but you're also probably monitoring the broadcast itself too, right? Yeah, you've got in that um, in in that NFL control, we have an um, in, inordinate amount of monitors. So we are we are seeing obviously the broadcast and those components, but we also have eyes seeing what's going on around all parts of Phoenix, where, you know, buses coming in, you know, every movement can be tracked. So you really see what uh, every piece of Super Bowl, what's going on downtown at that viewing party. So you see the whole ecosystem because everything, as you know, impacts everything else. So you need to have that ability to see everything going on. Last question. You're joining me from Las Vegas right now where the Pro Bowl is taking place.
2: Site of next year's Super Bowl. Then you're in New Orleans after that. When can we expect an announcement of future Super Bowls beyond those two?
3: Uh, we are very excited to be uh, in Las Vegas next year for Super Bowl 58. And quick plug for the Pro Bowl games, really great reinvented concepts. So we're psyched about that. New Orleans will be with us uh, next week as will Las Vegas in in Arizona, scouting everything out. And then the process for uh, Super Bowl 60 and beyond is is in the works now. So expect to hear more of that probably late spring in terms of when we would be uh, that would be more public with where plans are for Super Bowl 60. All right. I'm going to give you the annual reminder. Make sure that you hydrate and that you
2: eat and that you take some breaths. It's a very busy day. This is one of the biggest events in the world. You always do an amazing job with it. Best of luck to you and uh, I'll be watching.
3: Thanks, Brian. My mother always appreciates that. So uh, she is 86 and going strong. So she appreciates uh, those reminders from you every year. Good. Well, Peter O'Reilly, Executive Vice President, Club Business and League Events for the NFL.
2: Thank you so much for joining me here on Sports Business Radio. Thanks, Brian. Great to talk with you.
1: This episode of Sports Business Radio is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the fastest growing fantasy app ever released and the official gaming partner of Sports Business Radio. And with early investors like Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, Adam Schefter, and Jared Goff, I know that Underdog Fantasy is made for people like me who are on the go and want something quick, easy, and fun to play. And today, we've got a special offer for Sports Business Radio listeners. If you sign up to Underdog Fantasy using the promo code SBR, they're going to double your first deposit up to $100. No risk, no long-term commitment, Just sign up using promo code SBR and your first deposit is matched up to $100 for free. I already play Underdog Fantasy on the Underdog Fantasy app, but if I didn't, I'd use that free $100 and go for a pick'em contest where I can bet the over-under on individual players or team matchups. Or maybe the Best Ball Mania 3 contest worth $10 million in total prizes. All you have to do is draft a team for the season, No waivers, no lineups, no injury reports. Underdog Fantasy takes care of all of that for you. So do what I've been doing. Go to Underdog Fantasy, download the app, sign up with promo code SBR, and get started right away with a free match on your first deposit up to $100. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our team at Sports Business Radio. Brian Griggs, Josh Blank, Ryan Nakajima, and... Our friends at CG Sports who power Sports Business Radio, CG Young, Matt Amerlin, Nicole Wardle, and Calvin Wirtz. I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio.